It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, uh, Dennis with uh, Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Plugged into the right thing, so we're off to a good start on a Monday. I am better than last time. Another football show today. I think it's yes. going to be pretty much football shows from here out. Well, camp starts in a week. Really? Yeah, yeah. it does, doesn't it? I know. It's August. Yeah, it's August already, and we're starting off our camp circuit next week. Absolutely. We're going to talk uh, some more BWAC football, and in specific, the team that kind of run rough shot through the BWAC last year was North Branch, and uh, we're going to meet Jeremy Furman, uh, and also Bubba Goins is here as uh, well. Uh, so we'll talk Broncos football when we come back here on the uh, Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. 
Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Lean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, well, after figuring out all this technical stuff, we're back on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Um, Our brand new headset decided to not work now that we're have three people in <laughs> again we got we got a week's worth of interviews done so we're gonna have to tag team this one so i'll start off with coach jeremy Furman from north branch and coach you're no stranger to the BWAC at all you've been in and around this league for for a long long time yeah first of all thanks for having us um monday morning right technology you gotta love oh, it oh yeah you gotta love it um yeah actually uh since the beginning of the league, um, I was a, uh, an assistant coach under Gary Carson um, to the school to the south there and down in Elmont. And, uh, well, uh, basically been there since, you know, took about, what, three years, three-year detour out, but uh, been back since 2018. And, uh, yeah. You, know, you, you certainly left your mark at Elmont. You go back and look, and since 2006 – Almont's missed the playoffs one year, winning well, a winning record every year except for the wacky COVID year last year, 500. And I know you haven't been there for all of that, but when you build a foundation, if you do it the right way, usually it lasts more than one or two coaching staff. So your mark is uh, pretty well set in Raider territory. Well, I appreciate that. And like I said, you know, Coach Carson, who uh, you know I took over, um, you know, he was there from 1968 to. Mm. What, 2000 and what, three. Um, so, you know, you talked about that foundation of, uh, you know, uh, tough, hard-nosed kids. Um, you know, and that, that community, it's, uh, you know, kind of changed from blue collar back then to white collar. And uh, But, uh, yeah, when we took over, um, you know, we were, went from the old STA. Yep. Um, and kind of a kind of bigger fish in a smaller pond, I'd say. And then, uh, you know, in the BWAC – came about we were the at the time the smallest uh school uh in the conference and uh yeah we uh you know it's uh kind of put our twist on things um and uh you know we had great coaching staffs over the years and just continue to work continue to build you know I was just talking to Bubba on the way in about you know back in the day we just 
when we first started, we just wanted to be in the playoffs. You know, how right. how do we get those six wins? And that was, you know, kind of our our, our objective and our goal. Um, and uh, you know, we, we did. We made it in there. Scheduled some non conference opponents. Give us some, you know, some belief. And uh, you know, the league the league was tough. You know, it really has been. Um, but then you know we we got that taste of of being in the playoffs and uh, um, and then it was okay. Let's let's take the next step. How are we going to compete for a league title? And uh, you know I, I think we we talk about uh, you know where we're at now today. Just you know every day um, getting better and uh, everything we do compete, 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 and uh, you know great things are going to happen. And you know the foundation down there was um, solid. You know without a doubt. Um, and we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and um, you know, so um, the success they had and are continuing to have, and now uh, fortunate enough to be up in northern Lapeer County in the in, in the same conference, and you know, we're in the infant stages up there, um, but that same same mantra, you know, we're gonna hang our hat in, in the weight room and. Uh, and we're going to go out and compete um, every single day. Well, you talk about the league, and the BWAC might be a league with some of the most parity in the state. Just in your time, if it's not Almont when you guys were winning league titles, Croslex had good years. If it's not them, it's Richmond. Algonac has had their turn. And now, the past few years since you've been at North Branch, they've kind of – you're the new kids on the block, but you've made your mark. Last year, I mean, let's call it what it was – took care of business in most BWAC games. You had a couple close ones. That first Crosslex game was an instant classic um, that I'm sure goes either way, depending on the night it's played. Um, Armada uh, even gave you a little bit of scare, but last year you took care of business in the BWAC. You had a lot of uh, seniors and players leave, but before we get to them, Hmm. just talk about the BWAC as a whole and how tough it is to navigate it year in and year out. Oh, absolutely. You know, and uh, Bubba, Bubba's a stat guy. He he knows the history of the league and numbers, and I'm sure he'll talk about that here in a minute. But, um, you know, I know this cliche sounds kind of weird, but, you know, the be wacky, right? Yep. Anything happens on a Friday night. Um, you know, I'm not sure, Bubba, what year was it? Uh, we had the four-way tie. 2007, I think. It was 2007. Uh, might have been after that, maybe. Maybe eight. Maybe 2008. You know, we beat a really good Crosslex team. And then the following week, we go over to Emily City and, you know, and uh, and then we needed, you know, Yale the following week to beat Crosslex and we ended up with a four-way tie, you know, that year. Um, but, no, you know, especially going on the road, um, you know, a couple games you just mentioned there, you know, last year against the school to the east there, or far east, um, Crosslex. Um, you know, we it was 14 nothing real quick. We scored another one, 21 nothing, but it was called back, and then they get one. Um, so – you know, that was – that's one of those classics like you talked about. Um, you know, um, you know, our, going for, a, a, you know, the school's first BWAC title uh, over Armada. It's always tough to win a title, right? Um, and on the road um, at Armada. Weather, if I remember correctly. Yeah, exactly. Weather was, you know, and, you know, I, I kept it kind of vanilla offensively. Uh, didn't want to show too much for playoffs. But, um, you know, I put our kids in a situation where we had to dig down deep. And that doesn't happen um, – you know, like I said, without hanging our hats in the weight room and, and you know, I don't want to say demanding, but we're we're working and we will continue to work because, you know, when it comes fourth quarter when you got to pull, dig deep and uh, to win a championship, that's what we did. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't know to talk about this now, but, uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, listen to your guys' last podcast there. Uh, um, you know, I think COVID 
you know, it affected everybody um, in different ways and stuff. Um, you know, when we went down to School of the South down there and played, um, you know, they, they had a full group, uh, a full roster, um, you know. And uh, so that was that was really, I think, one of the – for North Branch's signature win for us, you know, to, to get us over that next hump um, and, and to continue to build there and stuff. So – um, you know, we are the new kids on the block. We're in the infancy stages of, of trying to, to build that culture. Um, you know, bubble talk here in a little bit. Um, you know, coach Smesnick was there from 60, 68 to 92. And, you know, some of the years, you know, North, that was, it was the best years of, 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 of North branch, um, um, football. You know, I, I was looking at some numbers here, you know, defensively from 75 to 85, you know, only giving up a little over a touchdown every game. And, you know, that mentality that, that Coach Smesnick brought from, well, that, that state to the south, you know, up to up to North Branch, um, you know, having Bubba played in that system and, um, you know, having to go against the Schmesnicks, um, you know, all the years down, down the road there um, playing against um, Yale, just it was always physical, physical, physical brand of football. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when, when Bubba and I joined together and went up to North Branch, um, that's what we know, you know. And our, our kids are, are stronger than they've ever been um, and that mindset and that mentality. And uh, so, um, but, yeah, you you got to bring it every single night in the BWAC and um, top team, bottom team, everything in between, um, you, you got to bring it. I've always been one that um, – you know, one of the former coaches in the league, Jason Vandermass. You know, Jason, um, good friends with him, even though we had, you know, battles over those years. You know, Jason would always be looking ahead on the schedule and saying, yeah, I got this. Okay, I got to get ready for this and that. And I've always taken the approach where, you know, it's <laughs> we got to be game by game and we got to prepare that. And, uh, you know, I think because uh, I've seen it too many times over the years in the BWAC that um, any given Friday night, stranger things have happened. So you look at uh, North Branch's – before you got there, right now, currently, last three years, nine wins, seven wins, eight wins. Before then, for the past decade, it was basically thrown in a hat anywhere from four to six wins. Didn't take you long to kind of establish yourself. Is that a testament to the kids there? or Because you hit the ground running once you got to North Branch. Yeah, we well, I don't know about running. That, that first year, we were, you know, we started off 0-8. Uh, but like I tell people, you know, you, you – Changing a culture is not not a light switch, you know. It's not an on-off real quick. It's it's a dimmer switch, right? Sometimes it's brighter. Sometimes it's it's uh, a little it's dark. Um, so starting off zero and eight, um, you know that was uh, that was tough. But that thirty years in between um, of what Coach Smesnick did, um, you know, with all due respect to all the coaches that were there, there were some years that were. You know, solid. They've always had good numbers, um, but kind of in that. I don't know. For some reason, it's kind of stuck in that. You know, kind of mediocrity right there and stuff. And uh, you know, I think uh, it starts with uh, our superintendent and obviously uh, a future, if not currently, Hall of Fame volleyball coach Jim Fish. Right. Um, it starts with his leadership at the top, and uh, you know, conversations we had. Um, you know, to bring me in, and uh, um, you know, to turn to turn the program around and uh you know he witnessed it from 
from afar, what we did to the south there. And, um, you know, obviously um, it's given me the the ability to bring in great people like Bubba. Our coaching staff is, is I really believe, second to none. We have dedicated people. And, uh, you know, it, so it starts there. Um, I think the kids were hungry. Um, they They bought into – I guess what we're selling, they know we care about them tremendously on and off the field. And, uh, you know, we, we work them hard. Don't get me wrong. We <laughs> we work them extremely hard. But, you know, since that 0-8 start, I think we're 25-7. and 7. Um, We've outscored our opponents 2-1. to one. Um, And it's just a belief that, you know, every time we step on the field that, you know, we're going to we're gonna be able to compete with anybody. And, um, you know, kids kids believe in that. They see that. Um, and, uh, you know, stress getting better every time out. So let's talk about some of those kids that have bought in. And last year it was video game numbers for some of these kids every time we saw the stat sheet. I'll let you go through and talk about all of them, but let's start with Brandon Martin. Almost 1,500 yards in a COVID-shortened year just seems fake. Does not seem like that could ha- that could have happened had you see it. Scores 19 touchdowns in 10 games. I mean, come on. What more is there to say? Absolutely. He, uh, you know, think about Brandon. He broke his leg freshman year. Um, and uh, or was it eighth grade year? Eighth grade year. So it kind of took him a little bit of time to, you know, to get back into things. Um, we wanted to bring him up as a sophomore. Um but I just don't think at the time, you know, mentally he was ready, ready for it and stuff. But uh, boy, once, you know, he here's another one where you know we talk about the weight room and it's just not lip service. We we put our hours in there and the kids, you know, you look at Brandon, he's, you know, he, I can't say enough. The weight room not only builds the strength, more importantly, builds that confidence. And uh, you know, Brandon has always been with his leg. You know, he'd always work his upper body. You know, he'd have a good physique up top and then chicken legs at the bottom, you know what I mean? And uh, after that sophomore year, halfway through that sophomore year, I was like, Brandon, you, you had the potential to do great things, but, you know, you got to get after your legs, you know. And, oh, boy, he just uh, – he's one of our weight room. We had a great group of kids that just – they lived in the weight room, and Brandon was one of those. And you could just see every time he touched the ball, his confidence grew, confidence grew. And we knew going into his senior year um, – you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, he um, – well, unfortunately, I guess you should say, he really dedicated himself to, to become the best he can. And, uh, you know, fortunately now, uh, you know, he's going off to play at uh, Lawrence Tech. And, uh, um, but, yeah, he uh, – I haven't done – I probably should have done this, you know, yards after contact, the yak yards. You know, I've had some good running backs in our wing T offense over the years. I'm not sure if anybody's been more yards after contact than Brandon Martin. Um, strong kid, great balance, great vision. Um, but, yeah, he, uh, you know, he was uh, – you know, I don't know many people know this, but he played the entire season with the torn labrum. Um, so he didn't have mobility to, to, to raise his arm very high above his shoulder. Um, and he just gutted through and played through it and uh, had surgery at the end of the season and um, – well, in January, end of the season. Um <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, he's going on next level, and I can't, you know, can't say enough about uh, Brandon Martin. Another kid going to the next level, Drake Deshetsky. Yeah. Again, numbers don't do this kid justice going to Grand Valley, correct? And then just tell me about Drake. Yep, yep, yeah, Deshetsky. Drake's going uh, scholarship to Grand Valley. Um, 
before you talk anything about Drake Dushetsky on the field, you got to talk about Drake Dushetsky off the field. Um, you know, last year he won the, was the Detroit Free Press I Am Sports Award, which is a community um, service type award and pretty big honor for the state. Um, I think Drew Brees was on the Zoom meeting for him. And, uh, but uh, Drake is a top-notch young man. He's just quality, 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 great family. Um and it was, you know, it was his team last year, without a doubt. Um, but Drake, you know, he earned that right. And uh, he did a little bit of everything for us. You know, you, you look at his stats, they don't jump off the page like Brandy Brandon's. But Drake did everything for us. And uh, from throwing touchdown passes to playing tight end to blocking to playing DN, inside linebacker, our what we call our Bronco, Um he did just about everything. Snap for us on punts. Um, can't say enough about him. Um, excited to see uh, where the next level, you know, uh, takes him. Um, as you know, uh, Brady, uh, going to play for one of the Wayne State rivals now. Uh, but uh, you know, we're we're extremely excited for Drake. Well, I'll, I'll let Coach Bubba talk about some other ones. Don't want to steal all the thunder. But the last question I'll have for you before yep. we go to a break is you guys had basically a three-headed monster in the backfield, and it seems like it was, there was, you needed more than one football to get all the touches. How do you handle that from a coaching perspective and obviously trying to keep all the kids happy when you know there's four or five kids that could be a, uh, a starter on a lot of teams in the state? Uh, absolutely. You know, um, you say three-headed. I really think we have four-headed. Um, you know, we, we'll talk about Will Damasca, um, you know, a little bit here. You know, he's coming back for his uh, third year starting. He's only a junior. But uh, you talk about speed uh, from the quarterback position. Um, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, you know, been coaching this is 29 years. Holy cow, I'm getting old. 29 years coaching this offense. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things where um, – Sometimes you feel like there's, you know, there's not enough footballs to go around for people. Um, however, um, I think our offense really, it's the ultimate team sport. You know what I mean? A, a team, it's a team offense, you know, and and everybody knows, our running backs know you, you have to block and carry out your fakes if you want to carry the ball. And, you know, we talk about Brandon Martin, but, you know, Jacob Rainey was in the backfield with us last year and, you know, at 165 pounds. Jacob would block with the best of them. So, um, you know, it just – it's kind of weird. I don't go into game plan going, you know, I know – I don't know. I know, you know, number one, get your athletes the ball, right? That's mm. you know, that's no-brainer. But, you know, as balanced as we are, I don't go into a game going, all right, I got to get, you know, Brandon Martin 25 touches. I got to get Jake, you know, just the flow of the game, how it plays out. And it's just weird at the end of the game when we look at stats, it's like – you know, Brandon had 20 carries. Jacob had, you know, 19 carries uh, between Drake and uh, the quarterman and Will. You know, they had 20 carries. It just – and I think that balance is what makes us so lethal. And uh, you got to prepare to defend four people on the run. And, you know, when you bring up 10 people like we we saw last year a couple times in a box, you know, then we, when we throw the ball over the top. So, um, it's a team offense. And uh, the kids buy into that. And uh, – yeah, we don't have that eye back sitting back there. We don't have – we're not in a gun with a stud – well, we do have a stud quarterback back mm-hmm. there, but just a quarterback and one running back. You know, we we mix it up, and I think that makes us tough to defend. 
Well, Coach, we'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, Dennis will be back on the microphone, and you'll have one of your assistant coaches, Bubba Goins, when we come back on the Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change anytime. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, we're back. Um, now, now it's my turn with uh, Coach uh, Bubba Goins. Uh, I'm not even sure which headset I'm on, so I'm just going to play with the volume a little bit here, uh, Bubba. So bear with me, but you've been around for a while. Um, you're at North Branch now, a long time at Yale, and, and you've been at North Branch actually even prior to your stint now. Uh, yeah, I coached uh, one year there under Coach Smesnick, who I uh, played for there. He's been my mentor for, you know, the entirety of my coaching career. I coached for him for 25 years, uh, learned a great deal from him, just a, a great, great man and a great, great football family. So, from the time you were there, and I know it was just a brief period, to now, how has the program changed? Well, basically, I mean, we kind of went back to the old North Branch. That was my mantra when I went to North Branch with Jeremy. We wanted to get back to the old, old North Branch, you know, the North Branch from the 70s and the 80s. You know, where we run the football, we play tough defense, and we basically out-physical everyone. So basically what we've done is we've gone back to the 70s and the 80s, how, you know, we played football at North Branch then uh, for Coach Smesnick. And, you know, a lot of, not coincidentally, we run a defense a four-two-five that Coach Smesnick, it's his version of it. It's a very unique defense, and a few years ago we installed that, and that's really been uh, the turnaround for our our program is how we play defense now. So it's, it's basically going back to the roots of uh, the good days of North Branch football. So uh, are you on the offensive side or the defensive? Well, I'm on – well – I'm on the offensive side. For most of my career, I've been on the offensive side of the football. Now, a few years ago, our defense coordinator left. It was the year after we broke the school record in points, so I got fired from the offensive side <laughs> and then got hired on the defensive side. So, <laughs> so after scoring all those points, I get fired from offense. I go to defense, and, uh, you know, that's a defense we've been running for the past 
two or three years now, and you can tell by uh, some of our scores that I think this defense really fits the type of kids we have. Uh, I got a little stat for you, because as Jeremy said, I'm a stat man. The last two years, we've had nine shutouts. We've forced zeros on the board nine times in the past 35 years north branch had seven shutouts total so that gives you an illustration of how this defense you know really fits our type of kids it allows them to run fast and think very little and just uh react you know and and this is the the part about it is you guys score so many points that oftentimes the other side of the ball gets ignored uh, because we, we see the, the 56 and ignore the nothing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, shutouts are very important to us. You know, shutouts are very important to Coach Smesnick. I mean, so we take pride in holding oppositions to zero points, especially certain schools. I mean, we have some rivalries. We use directional names. We don't refer them by name. You know, there's school to the east, school to the far east, and school to the south. It's just a rule that we go by. The kids aren't allowed to refer those schools by name because we take uh, pride in uh, holding those rivalries with those schools. So just very important to us to... You know, to build that type of competitiveness and uh, maintain those rivalries. You know, and that's what's great about the BWAC is because every week, uh, from from week two through week eight, you're playing somebody that you know and that you play every year. And sometimes it's at your place, sometimes it's at their place. But you, you get to know each other pretty well. Yeah, and that's the way the BWAC is. You know, I competed against Jeremy for a lot of years when he was – at Elmont, you know, it was a respectful rivalry. I wouldn't say we were friends because I don't know how you can be a friend with an opposing coach, but we respected each other. We are both powerlifting coaches. I mean, we've both been in the BWAC a very long time. I think we figured out we have a combined 151 regular season BWAC wins. So no one's been around BWAC more than Jeremy and I. So we know the importance of every BWAC game. We embrace these rivalries, and you cannot you cannot take a day off in the BWAC or else uh, you're going to have a long, long ride home. Well, I know you're a Bronco now, but for a long time you were with the Bulldogs. It's got to hurt a little bit to see them down. Like, they've really struggled in recent years. Well, I uh, dedicated almost two decades of my life uh, to that school, that football program. Uh, started a powerlifting program there. I mean, I spent a lot of time there, and I mean, I don't like to think that all those years was wasted, and uh, that's the way it feels. I uh, put in for the head coach job. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get it, but that's sometimes uh, good situations go bad, so better situations can arise, and you know, I ended up at North Branch with Jeremy, my alma mater, so I mean, everything works out for a reason. But, yeah, it's it's not something that I enjoy seeing to see them fall so far so quickly. You know, it's uh, it's not why I spent all that time over there. So it's not something that I enjoy seeing. All right. Uh, I know that uh, Coach Furman talked about uh, Drake Dushesky 
uh, in the last segment. But just give me your thoughts. Uh, I think I asked uh, Mike Gallagher, uh, is he better on the defensive side of the ball or on the offensive side of the ball? And his response was, man, that's a tough question. Yeah, uh, well, it is a tough question. He really, he could have played at the next level at various positions. He could have played fullback. He could have played a tight end, you know, each back in the spread. Uh He's going to play linebacker. He may outgrow linebacker. He may be end up being a defensive end. He's just so talented that and so athletic for his size. A kid 6'2", 230, and that athletic is not very common. And, uh, boy, I, I really couldn't – I mean, I like how we use him, how we use him everywhere, and there's a reason for that because he's so talented and he can do so many things. So, uh, yeah, I can't – I couldn't pick one if, you know, offense or defense. I mean, just it's just too tough with him because he is so talented and versatile. Is it is it true you guys didn't give him a position on the roster? You just put athlete? Yeah, he's, a, <laughs> he's an athlete. That's what he did, you know. I mean, it just uh, – he could virtually do everything, and we put him in, you know, multiple, you know, situations. Uh for example, when he played the school to the south, Elmont, we just split him out over all by himself. And if they had one guy on him, we just threw him the ball because we knew that Drake could either run around them, run over them, or do anything needed. Now, if they bring another person over, we had some different plays we'd go to. But it all started with Drake on that. And uh, really, that's how we won the Elmont game is by using him in that situation. All right, let's uh, talk a, a little bit. Uh, Martin, Ranny, Dushevsky, they won't be there for you, but Damasco will be there. Who are you going to surround him with? Well, Will's – Will, we we told Will, you know, his first two years he had it easy because he had dudes behind him. But this year, Will's got to be the dude while some younger guys, you know, come up to speed. Uh, we got Aiden Swash. Uh, I mean, his nickname is Zeus for a reason. You know, he's built like a Greek god. He's a hard worker. He's he is a hundred percent invested in the weight room. He he's he's gonna be a very good player for us. Uh, and that we have uh, Ryan Henney. You know, he came into the school district last year. He's a smaller kid, but he's got a lot of quickness. You know, he can uh, he can really run. So, and fortunately for me, my offensive line, uh, to me, that's the biggest offensive weapon. I'm going to have them for two years. Dylan Schmidt, he's he's really good. He's gone to all kinds of camps this summer. He's going to be a difference maker. So, I expect great things from. Uh, this offensive line group for two years you know it's it's kind of unusual but we're basically gonna have 22 returning starters next year so we're young but you know the kids are gonna get valuable experience we got some really good kids up front uh frank caudles our center 280 pounds he was up as a freshman uh, that's another piece to the offensive line. So the offensive line should be big and physical. And uh, we just look forward to what the offense is going to look forward look like this year. 
You know, I, I haven't had a lot of experience with North Branch athletics. Actually, uh, of all the teams, I've seen softball the most. Uh, and I know for the tournaments that I've been at, the Lady Broncos draw a big crowd. Uh, they travel well. Uh, it seems like the whole town is there, and they, they set up their tents, and they go down each line and around the outfield, and they try to dominate the, uh, the environment wherever they're at. Um, football as well, a, a few years ago, you guys played a wild game with St. Clair in the playoffs that was like 100 to 90 or whatever it was. Uh, but that side of the field at East China was completely packed with fans. And that only happens for two other games at that stadium when it's Marine City and St. Clair playing each other or when Marysville is in town. Uh, to, so I know North Branch travels well and you guys have a great 12th man. Yeah, we uh, we're very fortunate. Bronco Nation, they they really support us. I mean, that's the unfortunate thing. Uh, we had the best team in school history last year, and unfortunately, because of COVID, you know, a lot of people weren't able to see it live. If we would have been able to have people in the stadium, the place would have been, you know, wall to wall people, and that's the way it was in the '80s too. So that's another way how we've transitioned back. I mean, I remember when I was at the school to the east, we'd come over and play North Branch, and it was a pretty barren stadium. But now it is just packed. They're very supportive. Uh, we just got back from a five-day camp up north. Parents came up, cooked meals for us. They're very supportive. I mean, we, we appreciate everything they do for us. And uh, no matter where we play, and they are there in full force. We had a playoff game at... Uh, Notre Dame prep a few years ago, it was the same thing. Our whole sideline was just jam-packed. So they are very supportive. It's a great community. When we have a game, the whole town shuts down and everyone's there. So we, we greatly appreciate all of our support. Yeah, when you're an outsider and you hear North Branch, you think small, and then you go to an event, and it's big. Yes, Absolutely. And part of it may be that there's not a lot to do in North Branch, so why not go to the football game? But, you know, that's, like I said, that's the way it was, you know, in the heyday of North Branch football under uh, Coach Smesnick is that that stadium was packed, and that's where everyone went on Friday night. And that's, uh, I'm sure that'll continue. We get a lot of great support, and it means a lot to us as coaches and also, you know, the kids love it. All right, anything you want to throw in before I uh, go to the final segment? Uh, just uh, we're looking forward to another BWAC season. You know, it's going to be, I think it'll be a competitive BWAC. A lot of schools lost some great seniors, us included. So it's going to be very competitive from week to week like it always is. So we're just looking forward to, you know, this challenge once again. All right, uh, we'll take a break. Thank you, Coach Bubba Goins. Yeah, thank you. All right, more to come here on the Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Check, check. Back here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Got the headset all, all good, Coach? I think so. All right, well, back with me and Coach Furman. Uh, just heard Dennis and Coach Bubba Goins and uh, a little bit of a shorter final segment, but one of the things I want to ask you about is your offense. You run the wing team, and you see people that will kind of, I guess for lack of a better word, trash the wing team, think it's an old-school, antiquated offense. Um, you see coaches say, like, oh, it's, it doesn't get kids prepared, and then you, well, then you look at your numbers, 
and you mention it, you put up 389 points in 10 games last year. Marine City runs it. Obviously, you, you have to modernize it a bit at times, but they put up points. Talk about the wing T and as an offense and, and, and how it's maybe not as antiquated as some people think. Absolutely. Uh, first thing before I want to get going here, Brady, Bubba made a comment that he got fired. Um, <laughs> he, he did not get fired from the offensive line. He actually uh, gained further responsibilities because of his abilities and being a phenomenal coach that he is. He also became defense coordinator. So um, the pay was probably less, but uh, <laughs> but he did a great job for us there. So, no, to get to your question, um, I, I don't know. I always go back to this. Winning – Winning doesn't get old, you know what I mean? And, and I, I don't know. To me, you get style points. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I just We want to win. And I believe in our offense from year to year with the athletes that we get, um, you know, our offense, the system, you know. I was very fortunate as a young coach to get hired by Tim War. Tim as well as that. Um, he, he hired me at Farwell. He moved um, back to his hometown of Kingsley. He won a state championship in 2005, I think. Um, and then he went to Traverse City West for a while. Now he's back at Kingsley. But during those early years, we get to sit down with Coach Irv Sigler, who, you know, wing T, wing T guru, um, and, you know, learned the system from him. Um, was fortunate to get hired down to Brandon um, under Coach Watkins. Uh, further learned the system from him. So I'm a big, big believer. 29 years of running this offense. Um, a big believer in what it can do. Um, you know, our 2014 team, if you look at numbers there, down the road, School of the South, we scored 618 points that year and only gave up 89. 89, thank you. Um, but, you know, I think that 618 is in the top. I know it's top 20 all time, you know. So, but to me it's about, about winning and putting the kids in the best situation. Um, there's years in our offense where, you know, I, I've had – well, we've had three, we've had three all-state quarterbacks now. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who we've thrown the ball and not to pick my buddy here, but we played them back. Uh, I forget what year was it. Um, and uh, first three out of four plays, I threw the ball, which is unheard of. But all three of them went for touchdowns. You know what I mean? So um, when we throw the ball when we want to, but you know, I have I've had a lot of all-state running backs and and but it's up front like Bubba talked about. It's this team offense, and, you know, I think it's beautiful. I think it's absolutely beautiful. It's poetry in motion to watch 11 guys do their job, um, not relying just on one guy to do the job, um, you know. And, it, uh, you know, for those people who say it's old school and stuff, well, okay, so be it. Um, I'm old now too, and I, uh, <laughs> I like to win, and I think this puts us in the best position to be to be successful, you know. And I know uh, – you know, there's a ton of spread schools out there, and you know, I, you know, that's that's what they believe in, and that's good. I I think this though, um, started a long time ago. I for, you know became a head coach. Um, we're gonna hang our hat in the weight room, and we are going to physically, um, physically do our thing on the field, and our offense allows us to do that. And the years where I have a mobile quarterback like I do now. We can get him on the edge. We can do some things with him. The years where I have more of a pocket-type passer, we can do that. The years I have a, you know, a fullback that, you know, is just a beast, we can do a lot of things there. The years I have, you know, speed, you know, we can be power, but we also can be jet. So 
I think within this our offense system, um, you know, we can be with the kids that we get. We can do multiple things with them without having to change things up front for our offensive line. And um, I think that's I think that's huge for us. And uh, you know, our kids are believing in it um, and what we do. And I think that's the biggest thing. And it doesn't matter, you know, what offense you run and stuff. Um, you know, you believe in what you do. You're successful in what you do. Um, you know, the overall end result, getting those W's are going to be there. So, yeah, it's if, if it's ugly to some, um, so be it. Um, you know, some art's ugly to me too, but uh, <laughs> I find the beauty in it. And, uh, you know, um, you have to be doing things the right way, um, running our offense. And, um, you know, by no means am I the expert in it, but I've been doing it a long time and uh, I know what kind of works in it and what doesn't work. And, uh, what pieces I need to get moving here and there. And that's the great part about coaching. It's, uh, you know, playing chess, right? So, Well, I'd like to think I know something about football. And it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of the spread offenses you see, the spread option has a lot of the same concepts of the wing tee. You're just not bunched up all at the line of scrimmage. You're just putting guys out wide. So instead of three guys right behind you, you bring a guy in motion, you bring a back across from the gun, same idea, just starting from a different point. Absolutely. You know, and all the years of battling uh, the school to the far east there when uh, Jason was there, you know, we we had the same philosophy. You know, when Jason was over there at, at Crosslex, you know, he, he wanted to run the ball too. We just, you know, he's he, he spread you out to do it, and we, we were packed in to do it, you know. Um, but the uh, – the, the up front, the offensive line, and, you know, getting it done there. And, um, you know, for – let's be honest, you know, Crosslocks over the years have had – they've been the ones around the area that can do it the most efficient. They have the kids that run the spread, right? And, you know, playing at, at the college level, you see it. There's, you know, you got your Jimmys and Joes spread out everywhere, you know, and you got to be able to match up, right? And that's what it does. It creates one-on-ones everywhere. And, and uh, you know, th- to those coaches that run that system, good, you know. Um, I just know over the years that, you know, we might not always had that, that athlete at quarterback position, you know, um, I've had two running backs, you know, I've had three running backs, maybe one good fullback and some speed. So I think within the offense, the system, you know, what we do, um, really bodes well to the type of kids that we've always had. And, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it is, it's, uh, and it goes back to old school football, right? You gotta be able to run the ball. You gotta be able to stop the run. Right, um, and that's I think that bodes well. We always talk about control three things. You know, we control the ball, we control the change, and we control the clock. We do those three things, the odds of us getting a victory are pretty darn good, right? And I believe in our offensive system, it allows us to do that. So you've played in a lot of – coached a lot of playoff games. Some runs you go deep, some runs maybe out earlier than you'd like to be. But you look at the records in some of these years and you really can't tell a difference – what are those intangible things, those teams that make the semifinals, that make the deep runs compared to the ones that maybe bow out in the first or second round? Yep. You know, I, you know I, I truly believe this. It's, you know, especially being small public school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you build a program, uh, Marine City. You know, I've really looked up to them for a long time. Um, you know, your system, your program, your culture – I think that wins you ball games. You know what I mean? I, th- yeah. I think it does. Um, and just, you know, I remember stepping off the bus early on in my career down the road. And, uh, you know, when we get 
the strength wasn't quite there. We'd step off the bus and, you know, 16-year-old kids stepping off the bus looking across the field at, you know, some of those kids to the east and stuff with, you know, bigger, stronger, you know. And it's like, oh, boy. You know, but getting in the weight room and, and being able to step off that bus now where now it's it's culture. You know what I mean? It's, you know, uh, Marine City steps off the bus. It's 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 Marine City coming to play. You know, I'm hoping we'll get to that point where NB stepping off the bus. You, Oh, boy, you better bring it tonight or it's going to be a long night. So I think those culture, the, the culture and can win you games throughout the regular season and can take you a little bit. The years you have – Let's face it. You have the special group, the dudes, right. the dudes. That's. I, I believe this. I, I believe right now we should be able to compete for a league championship every year in year out. Does that mean we're going to win it? No, I'm not saying that. But we should be able to compete. The years where we have that that little bit extra, mm-hmm. right? I think you know the how far a run you're going to make. You know, and uh, I think for the smaller schools, uh, public schools, I think that's kind of if you look around, that's um, kind of how it happens. <laughs> Sometimes maybe with the culture's not there, but some smaller schools will get that one group that boom, you know, and then you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, where'd they go? Well, we had that one group, but you know, I don't. Successful programs don't rely on that one group. Cyclical every ten years, let's say, right? Every year they're going to compete because the system's in place, the culture's in place. Um, you know, I, I I'm fortunate. North Branch is fortunate that we have you know Jim Fish there. Not only is our superintendent. Obviously, does a phenomenal job, but you know, is is the volleyball coach there? You know, they just went to their what was it, sixteenth or twelfth? They just won their twelfth straight district or something like that. And some ungodly some, number, some yeah, crazy number. And you know, he was even ah, this year's group, so you know, it's and you know, we're not really going to be very good. And here they are playing district championship game again. It's like, but the culture, NB volleyball, they win, and that's. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And you look at Jim's non-conference schedule on Saturdays. They're playing <laughs> any – go down to Marion. They go down to Novi. They go to Clarkson. You know what I mean? He's He doesn't play for conference titles. He plays for state championships. You know what I'm saying? And and that culture there, even on a down year, they go to the districts again and win their 12th district in a row. So, And then the year where he's going to have – we got some girls coming up that he's excited about – that's that next step. Now we're really going to go. We're going to get that that state title and stuff. And you know, I, I think that that culture um, for everything we do, I think that itself is going to win you some ball games. But to go further, um, you know, you do need that special group of kids. Um, um, and uh, you know, fortunately, last year, like I said, we and we were just talking off air here. You know, we were supposed to play Country Day on what, the thirteenth of. Yeah, um, November so you played like – um, let me pull this up. You yeah. played Ortonville-Brandon on November 13th. So we would have played the, on, on the, the 20th. November 20th. Country. You didn't play till January 8th. Yeah, so, you know, you talk about, you know, that, that, that time off there that's, you know, it's, you know, to give a talented country day, you know, with, with you know, multiple next-level players on it, a month to prepare and stuff. You know, no excuses. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But it's for the small schools who – you know, don't have those type of kids all the time. It is the culture that's going to get you there. And then that year you have those special, special kids, you know, hopefully you can get to play at Ford Field. So the, usually to get to Ford Field, you got to beat, as me and Dennis call it, one of those brand schools. No matter what division you're in, I mean, I think 
it's safe to say in Division Five, Marine City's a brand school. Frankenmuth in that same division. Um, Port Huron seems to have to go through De La Salle if they want to get anywhere. How do you get your kids to believe? And I'm not saying it happens with all these schools when they play, but I've no, seen it happen before where you walk off at Orchard Lake St. Mary's and you see the red field and it's the first quarter before you settle in. <laughs> and how do you get them to break through that just because they have that logo on their helmet they're not anything – they're not this divine being. Well, probably some things we can't talk about on air. Probably. <laughs> Which is, don't don't uh, get you know yourself saying. in trouble. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's that – you know, that you know, it's, yeah, some coach, coach talk here and stuff. But uh, let's face it, you know, with social media now, I, I think our kids are more <sighs> educated. They, they, they see it more, you know. I remember – I was just talking – we went football camp, just talking to Tim Moore – when we went to the playoffs, we took Farwell to playoffs and oh, uh, was it the 90, 94 season? We went up to uh, went up to um, the Uperdome and we were playing uh, uh, Ishming, one of the Ishming schools. So I think it was Westwood, I think. I think they had two of them at the time. But we took our kids up there, and uh, you know, the night before we went in the Uperdome, and, and our kids who, you know, they walk into the place and just, just in awe you know yeah, like like we still, we still got we still got pictures of just the, the, the look in their face like oh, what is this holy cow you know i think social media in a way is kind of taking a little bit of that you know um out of there and stuff but i also think you know kids know um but we uh we do the best we can you know in, in 2011 group our semifinal team um you know we were the last uh public school standing it was us uh powers West Catholic and Lansing Catholic, I think it was in the finals in 2011. And then the following year, I give Portland credit. They, had, they, were, they were the team, and they, they won it, you know. So, um, you know, their kids, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old kids, just like, you know, we are, they put the shoes on the same, cleats on the same. Um, but I think it also goes back to that, that belief and the culture that, you know, we, we can play with anybody, you know. And, and um, yeah, we got – tough opponent this week you know but we're we're big on we're big on our biggest opponent's us we got to take care of us you know and i don't care who we play and you know you go to some of the brain schools you're talking about you know i've, I've been knocked out by powers but knocked out by luma christi um, catholic central catholic central country day notre dame prep um, powers but but you know we i have beaten the, the gabriel richards i have beaten the luma christies um you know, um, so it's 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 a challenge without the doubt, but uh, you know, it's the boat we're in and uh, you know, our kids talking to them, believing that, you know what, we we can do this and, and play and you know, it's uh it's kind of challenging. It is, without a doubt. Uh, especially our small schools, right? Um, you know, you're looking at what, probably D D four down probably. Um we're really I think the disparity between the private and public get bigger. You know right. what I mean? When you get metropolitan areas like Lansing and Grand Rapids that, you know, cap their their enrollment at D4, D5 level, you know, it's tough. But at the end of the day, we got to play the football game and, uh, you know, we'll go out there and compete and do the best that we possibly can. Anything else before we uh, take the show home? No, I, uh, you know, I just, I, I would like to talk about my quarterback, Will Damasca. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, with all due respect to the quarterback, to the school, to the Far East there, um, you know, Will's going to be a three-year starter for us. And uh, we're beyond excited for uh, 
for him um, um, in, in this year's group. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of seniors. Um, you know, I think I was just looking at my list. We have eight guys that were sophomores or freshmen last year on our BWAC championship, district championship teams. Those guys got a lot of experience. But uh, Will, you know, we talked about Drake's high character. Um, Will is, fits that same mold. Different type of athlete, smaller, um, but, you know, 4.0 student. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, there's nobody that we'd rather go to battle with as our starting quarterback than Will Damasca. And, uh, you know, he's all conference last year. And uh, we're excited for him, without a doubt. But it's our, our team offense, and uh, a lot of things are going to go through through him on that. So, um, just, you know, any opportunity to talk about NB football, we do appreciate your guys' time. Um, be more than willing to come back on at any time. And uh, hope that you follow us. I know you're going to be up at the at the big game on yep, September. We'll, we'll see you week two. September 2nd, I think it is. September 3rd. September 3rd. Um, I think just about everybody in the, the Blue Water area is going to be at that Friday night game. Everybody else, I think, plays on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so love to see you guys up there, and we'll love uh, talk to you uh, talk to you when we get up there. Appreciate that, Coach. He did a better outro than I could have. So I'll just send it home right now. Uh, thank you, Coach Furman, Coach Goins, for coming on, uh, talking some North Branch football. We'll be back Wednesday with another edition of the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Thanks, Dennis. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.